Welcome back to my podcast, Who's Paying Attention? This is Alonzo Bowden. This is episode 33, and um, I am recording from my hotel room in New York. So if it gets noisy, you know why. I'm back in the big city, and this is a great weekend. I am celebrating 20 years in the comedy biz this weekend. I'm working at Caroline's. Things are going fantastic. I wish I could tell you everything was right with the world. But um, after a great Christmas break, I hope you had a great holiday. We're back in the end. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if things have changed. And if so, how much? Why don't we start with the fiscal cliff? People, we have survived. The Mayans were wrong. The world did not come to an end. And we did not go over the fiscal cliff. Yeah, you remember we were going to fall over the fiscal cliff, which extended back to the debt ceiling which extended back basically congress doing nothing and the president that ah, i'm sorry we're just right back where we began if you're just joining us ladies and gentlemen what was going to happen was on january 1st there were going to be all these major cuts in government spending and these tax increases or the bush tax cuts were going to go away you were basically you were going to pay a hundred percent of your money into taxes and you were going to get nothing back we were going to shut down medicare and social security and crossing guards damn crossing guards just a waste of money and of course they went back and forth and they they canceled vacations and barack obama came back from hawaii and blah 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 blah, blah. and in the end what did we get well they might raise taxes on you if you make more than four hundred thousand dollars a year Right, nothing done at the $250,000 cutoff that Barack Obama wanted. Nothing done with spending, even though the Republicans wanted to cut spending. Just basically, we're going to pass the buck. The 112th Congress, which was the last group of clowns that just finished, probably the worst Congress in history. That was the Congress whose only mandate was to vote no on anything Barack Obama said. No. No, we got a debt, debt ceiling. No. And, and health care. No. And they voted 33 times to repeal Obamacare. So that that's what they were spending their time doing. So when the fiscal cliff came up, they said, well, we don't want to vote on it because we're a lame duck Congress, which they'd been for two years. They're going to push it to the 113th Congress, which are the new clowns who've come in and nothing more gets done. I'm sorry. The new year, I'm supposed to be more positive. That's what they tell me. But anyway, that was the big deal. So they pushed it back another two months. Nothing gets done. But but of course, it was fun. I think my favorite moment, <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this, but Boehner told Harry Reid to go fuck himself. That's right. The Speaker of the House told the Senate Majority Leader to go fuck himself. Now, remember the old days where we had duels? Why did we stop doing that? How great would it be if he was, go fuck yourself. How dare you, sir? I will meet you at dawn. And then they just 20 paces, turn and shoot. That would, that would have been an awesome moment in government. They knew how to do things back in the day. You stood up for what you believed in when there were duels. I think that might take the government working again. Okay. 
I've picked on them before. I've asked before. What the hell is going on with the South? I, I just, I understand it's part of the United States. I just don't know what the hell goes on down there. I don't understand the thinking or, or the logic or, okay, here's what I'm talking about. Hurricane Sandy. A relief bill was sent to Congress. Now the initial bill, they asked for $60 billion. And of course, there was a lot of, uh, of pork in it, you know, asking for money for extra things, things that had nothing to do with Hurricane Sandy. You know how government works. They just try to slip a little something in and I'm looking for some of the stupid things they asked for. Sorry, I'm working out of a hotel room. My technology here is limited, but yeah. You know, part of the hur initial Hurricane Sandy bill, they wanted $150 million for Alaskan fisheries because that helps New Jersey a lot. $41 million for military bases, including Guantanamo Bay, because that's really going to help build Rockaway, New York. So I understand when you turn that down. But to go from $60 billion to $9 billion and still vote against it, and here's the amazing thing, the people voting against it were from places like Florida and Louisiana and Mississippi and yeah there were some from California places that are hit with natural disasters on a regular basis and always ask for federal money you know Texas okay when Texas was going through their drought then they needed federal money now the Northeast which they just hate that's the problem they hate New York and New Jersey and even though Governor Christie is Republican, they consider him a turncoat because he actually spoke to Barack Obama when his state was underwater. How dare he? So now they're all voting against giving any money prepared. Look, it's the United States. It's not the 50 individual states. It's not the regional states. It's the United States. All right. When there's a major disaster like that, the federal government is the only one who can help. We learned it with Katrina. Well, you thought we learned it with Katrina. Hey, remember the compassionate conservatives? Remember that routine? Whatever happened to them? I don't know. But but anyway, the, the, the government, the federal government, the evil federal government, the federal government that's trying to turn the nation into Greece, they're the only ones big enough to help. They need money. These states need money. New York, New Jersey, they were destroyed, ravaged by a hurricane. The federal government is supposed to step in and help. So, uh, the again, the South. What is wrong with you? The gun thing. The the the. Let's. Uh, I mean, okay. I didn't even want to get into the gun thing, but I but I have to talk about it. Record gun sales at their gun shows. Record. They're all running out, paying record amounts for assault weapons, and you know. 30, 40, 50 round and, and bigger clips to load the assault weapons. And, and and I'm sorry, South, but this is you. These things go on in Georgia and the Carolinas and Texas and Arkansas and Alabama. It's not going on in San Francisco. It's not going on in New York City. It's not going on in Boston. They're, they're, they're loading up on weapons. For what? Here's a story you've never heard. A crime stopped by a man with an assault weapon. Never heard that story. Never heard that story that somebody attempted to rob a bank and a guy happened to have a 40 round clip on his AK and stopped the bank robbery or, or a kidnapping or 
a carjacking or, or, or jaywalking. There was a jaywalker ready to cross in the middle of the block and somebody broke out an AR-15 with a 40 round clip and said, stop, right there, damn it. Never heard of it. What do we hear about? School shootings, uh, movie theaters, Aurora, Aurora, Colorado, sadly, where the movie theater shooting took place when Batman came out. Just the other, literally, two days ago, a family of four held hostage and the family members killed and the hostage taker killed. I can't, what, the South, stop it. Why, why, when will you join us? Why is it anything that's considered progressive, modern, or, or the rest of the world considers civilized, it considered so evil in the South, whether it be equal rights for women, whether it be treating immigrants as humans and welcoming them to the country, a country of immigrants, or, or banning ridiculous weaponry, is considered the most horrible thing ever in the South. I, I truly don't understand it. Is the South all bad? No. I've said it before. I've been to Huntsville, Alabama. It's full of rocket scientists. It's amazing. There's good people in the South. There are great places in the South. But there's still so much dragging us so far backwards. I just don't get it. Okay. Hurricane Sandy, bad. Government relief for Hurricane Sandy, good. 60 billion, too much. 30 billion or so, probably would work. Get the money to the people, help them get homes. That's not, you know something? Jesus would approve. Just saying. You, you gotta throw that in. If you want the South to go along, you gotta let them know that Jesus would approve. All right, let's see what else we got going on. It, it's been good. It's been good. Last year was a good year. You know who last year was a good year for? The rich. They got richer. The 200 and like, the 100 richest people, forgive me, the 100 richest people in the world got $241 billion richer in 2012. And I am not one against the rich getting richer. I'm just saying, whenever they cry about it's the end of the world and we're not making any money, and damn it, we got to cut wages at Walmart to make sure the Walton family can get by, I call bullshit. I call bullshit. They all got richer, their investments. And this is not just in the United States. This is worldwide. This includes the, the Russian billionaires and oligarchs, as they call them. This is the guy down in Mexico who's the richest man in the world. I know he has a name, but I'm working off an iPhone, for God's sake. Okay, so, so kind of hard to read his name. You know who the hell I'm talking about. He's in Mexico, and he controls all of their communications. He's the richest man in the world, and he got richer. It, it, Bill Gates made money. <laughs> and I laugh because Bill, all Bill tries to do now, his whole life is about giving away his money, but he's still making money. Bill can't help himself. <laughs> that damn Microsoft just keeps growing. And good good for all of these people. Ah, Carlos Slim, that's his name. How great is that? Your name's Carlos Slim. And you're the richest man in the world. And you, you have the name of a riverboat gambler. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Yeah, Bill Gates is only 12 and a half billion behind Carlos Slim. They could probably, you could, you could probably win that in a card game against a guy named Slim. The founder of Ikea 
is on the list of the world's richest people. And you know who's right behind him? The guy who makes the little Allen keys to put that Ikea crap back together. Because we all know we've lost those little things and you had to buy a new one or try to find a new one. Actually, Ikea doesn't sell them individually, so you had to buy another Umflok complete cabinet system just to get the screw to put it together. We've all suffered through Ikea, and then you grow up and you buy real furniture that's already built. Good for them. So, what else is going on? How about a new low over at Fox News? <laughs> I know, that's hard to believe. But we have a thing called Benghazi fever. And this is what they've been saying about Hillary Clinton. If you haven't heard, Hillary Clinton fell. She suffered a concussion. She went to the hospital. It turns out she's okay. Well, over at Fox News, their crack reporters have found out Hillary Clinton was never sick, never injured at all. She had Benghazi fever because she didn't want to answer any questions about their investigation into the ambassador being killed. And let, let me tell you something. It's a new low. And I love how Fox does a story because they'll have like Bill O'Reilly will interview Sean Hannity, who will interview Alan West and John Bolton will chime in and all of these clowns. What I mean, it, the woman was injured and in the hospital. She didn't do this to avoid answering your stupid questions. So uh, Greta Van Susteren, it's Sunday when I'm recording this. She was on one of the morning news shows and they asked her about this Benghazi fever. Now that it's been proven that Hillary was actually in the hospital with real doctors that, oh, well, I never said anything. They always act innocent. I never said anything. Once we found out she was really injured, we didn't tell that story anymore. <laughs> Once our made up story was proven to be false, we didn't report it anymore. Good for you, Fox News. Now, here's another one. And I can't wait to see how Fox handles this. I don't know if you're aware of this. Current TV, which was the, this weird ultra-liberal kind of call-in TV station. I don't I don't know what exactly. Well, there was some real things going on over at Current TV. Keith Olbermann was at Current TV, and they cut him loose. And it was owned by Al Gore and a few other people. Well, it was sold to Al Jazeera. Yeah, that's right. It was sold to the Arab news station Al Jazeera. So I, I'm curious, how does Fox handle this? They have to be happy that Al Gore's business thing failed, that Al Gore's media empire collapsed. They have to be happy about that. But you know they're upset that them Arabs bought an American news station and they're about to start a propaganda campaign because Al Jazeera, unlike Fox, will certainly not be fair and balanced. I bet if Al Jazeera wanted to tell a story, they would do something like interview their own reporters and bring in pundits that only agree with them. You know, other Arab, evil, Muslim pundits. And wait a minute, that's been done somewhere before. I'm not sure how that's going to work. <laughs> Listen, if you don't like the idea of Al Jazeera running a TV station, don't watch it. There's an idea. Now, I was talking about Hillary Clinton and, and her medical condition. So let's talk about doctors. What the hell is going on with Dr. Oz? You've heard of Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz is, is, came from Oprah. He was on Oprah all the time. Now, Dr. Oz is giving out medical advice and coming up with miracle cures and, and on and on. And he's a real doctor. He's board certified. He's on, you know, uh, university 
uh, boards and so on. But but his TV show is just crap. All right, just straight crap. Everything that it's these miracle cures. It's it's literally like some late night huckster. You know, as if the ShamWow guy had become a doctor, and everything he's saying is being discredited by real doctors who do real studies. What is it about putting on a white lab coat on TV and suddenly you are an expert on everything? So here, Dr. Dr. Oz's latest breakthrough, which is magic, holy grail, revolutionary new fat buster. It's something called Garcina extract, uh, the, the medical term hydrocitric acid found in fruits like... Uh, Purple mangosteen? That's a fruit? I've never had a purple mangosteen in my life. Anyway, this stuff has been studied by real doctors and real scientists, and they said the miracle cure isn't a miracle at all. It's not even new. It was studied for more than 15 years ago. In 1998, a random study showed the uh, to effect, to find the effects. I'm sorry, I'm reading this and talking. Let me clear it up. Ah! To find the effects of Garcina as a potential anti-obesity agent in 135 peoples, their, their discovery, their finding, the pills were no better than a placebo for weight and fat loss, okay? He did another one, that another one of Dr. Oz's endorsed treatments. And by the way, when Dr. Oz says it's good, it sells, okay? It, it, you make a fortune. Use uh, Dr. Oz approved, and you, you move to the top of Google searches for weight loss. You make money. Okay, so here's a, um, another assertion from Dr. Dr. Oz. Another one of his miracle cures that that has failed. Basically, he says these things work. Scientists check these things, and they don't work. He did one where his scientific study. For a pill on weight loss he gave it to two of his viewers and weighed them at the end of the week and one of them lost two pounds and the other one lost six pounds and it was another miracle here it is i found green coffee bean supplements that was dr oz that was another one but breaking news miracles for losing weight and cited a new study showed people lost 17 pounds and weeks by doing absolutely nothing but taking this miracle pill study trial 16 people 16 people and he gave these pills to two of his audience members for five days think about it if you know you're going to be weighed on tv in five days you think you're not going to diet besides taking a pill people and i'm wearing a white lab coat as i say this so you can take it to the bank i have to lose weight you have to lose weight. It's a new year. We all want to lose weight. You know what I have to do? I have to eat less, which I hate. I have to cut back on sweets. I got a major sweet tooth. Probably knock it off on the bread and bagels and um, not eat late at night. Oh, wait, I'm a comic. I have to do all of those things. It's how I live. But anyway, if you want to lose weight, that's what you got to do. And you have to exercise more. And, and no miracle pills. Sorry, Dr. Oz check with the wizard before you give us any more advice okay a couple of more quick things um enough with the video enough with the cameras enough with the paparazzi let's stop watching each other 
not that interesting. You've probably heard that a paparazzi photographer was killed because he was trying to get a picture of Justin Bieber's car. Yeah, Justin in the car is just registered to Justin Bieber. Someone else was driving it. He was getting a ticket. So a, a paparazzi photographer tries to walk across the street taking pictures. Cops tell him to back away. He steps back right in front of an oncoming car and gets killed. Now they'll probably try to blame Justin Bieber for this and somebody will want to sue the Beeb and blah, blah, blah. Listen, who risks their life to take a picture of Justin Bieber's car? How stupid can it be? And we had the issue with the New York Post where the photographer took a picture of the poor man who fell or got pushed onto the railroad tracks right before a train hit him. We're actually taking pictures of people right before they get killed, knowing that they're going to get killed. In 2013, a record number of cameras are going up. Everybody's putting up close cameras. Police departments, cities, private industry, you're being watched right now. And we also have cell phone cameras. Everyone wants to be a news photographer. Everyone wants to be paparazzi. The latest thing, cameras that fit into your eyeglasses. Google is working on this because Google's watching you right now. You're on Google. I'm not on the internet. Yes, you are. They're watching you. They're, they're, your, your glasses will have a camera built in so you can record video of everything you see. Here's my question. Who the hell cares? Who's watching all this video? Who's watching us watch each other all the time? Live your life real time. How, ba how bad is that that I have to say that? We are so technology-driven. One of my favorites, Universal Studios has a ride, and they call it Transformers in 3D. Guess what? It's a ride. It's a real thing. Everything real is in 3D. Okay? Stop watching. They are working on drone cameras the size of X. Remember you saw that in movies? When I think in Transformers, where there's a little flying insect and he's actually a Transformer and he's recording everything. They're working on it in real life. I don't know about you. I ain't got time to watch it. I just go to movies. Speaking of movies, Lincoln was great. Dango Unchained. Great movie. Oh my God, they said nigger too much. It was slavery. During slavery, the word nigger was used. I have a feeling if you were a slave, the worst thing that happened to you was being called a nigger. That was a pretty good day. I'm sorry. And it, it, stop it. It was a movie. Quentin Tarantino did a good job on that movie. I also thought Jack Reacher was pretty good. I like Tom Cruise. I'm sorry. I know I'm not supposed to. We're on the subject of celebrities. I have to say it. I hate saying it. I hate knowing it. There's no way around it. Kim Kardashian is pregnant. Yeah, we're going to hear about this. You better believe it'll be in the news every day for the next nine months. Fiscal Cliff, we don't care. Uh, the war in Afghanistan, they haven't even mentioned war in Afghanistan. Most people don't know it's still going on. Banning assault weapons, eh, we might get around to it. Maybe we'll apply some common sense in Congress. We'll finally stand up to the damn NRA. None of that's important. Know why? Because Kim is pregnant. And we're going to have to listen to stories of Kim Ye. Yes, they've somehow combined Kim Kardashian and Kanye West into this undying beast known as Kim Ye. It's going to have a baby. 
the baby already has a fragrance deal. The baby already has a TV show. We're going to have to watch it on ultrasound, but you know somebody will. And Kim is already giving advice on being pregnant, being a parent. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Kim Kardashian is giving advice on being pregnant, being a parent. Yeah, you thought it was scary when Snooki had a baby. Now we got this one. And I understand this baby is already ready to go on stage and declare that it's a better baby than Blue Ivy, who is Jay-Z and Beyonce's baby. When that baby gets an award, Kanye and Kim's baby's going to go on stage and take the award away. Oh, my God. Why do I know this information? <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to the new year. I hope it's a happy one for you. I, I make fun of it all, but I sincerely wish you the best in 2013. The podcasts are going to be sporadic because I'm about to start my jazz cruise gigs. I'm going to be at sea for the next three weeks, but I promise you I will be doing something from out there. I'll be podcasting when I get back. First weekend of February, I will be at Comics, a great comedy club up at the Foxwoods Casino in Connecticut. And the week after that, I will be back in Lexington, Kentucky. That's right, Valentine's Day. I'll be in Lexington, Kentucky at Comedy Off-Broadway. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Who's paying attention? I am. It's my job. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.